0: This is Matt Riddle, NXT Superstar, The of Bros, and you're really listening to Who Got Next. Making their way to the mic, fanboy William and the Queen of Shade, MJ, Fancy.
1: What's up everybody and welcome to Who Got Next. I'm the bearded bunny, Phil Cataldo, alongside the Queen of Shade mj santi on this post wrestlemania version of who got next what is up
0: um uh, yeah nothing much living day by day the best you can
1: yep definitely most definitely and i know that it was a very weird weekend for wrestling fans especially for wrestling fans who have been to a wrestlemania before because it was definitely unlike anything any of us have ever been through because even if you're not at WrestleMania, especially with us doing the show for so many years, um and us having so many friends that go to these shows, it was weird not seeing anybody posting at Access or posting being at the stadium or, you know, we didn't get the the stage reveal and it was a lot of things that we've um gotten used to over the years that just weren't around this weekend, but You know, before we get into WrestleMania as a weekend, you know, we definitely wanted to shout out WWE for still putting on the show. Um, You know, you could tell it took a a ton of effort to do it. And it it definitely, um, it wasn't like anything they've ever done before. But, you know, all praise goes to them for like still putting on the Mm -hmm.
0: show. Yeah.
1: You know, and they had the great opening with Stephanie opening both nights kind of letting people know what was going on, which I thought was pretty cool. I know that they gave away Mania for free, right? If you signed up for the network, it was free, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, You know, a lot of people online, I don't know if you saw this, were saying that this might be the last Mania that's on the network. Did you hear about Mm -hmm. that? So with the, and um, we've talked about it before on a past show, but with this deal with ESPN, they think that WrestleMania is going to go along the lines of like um, the UFC events, which is like their pay-per-views are through ESPN Plus and they still cost like, you know, like $40 or whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's rumors that uh, at least for just WrestleMania, it's going to be on ESPN and um, <clears throat> or through ESPN or some shit like that. And it's going to be cost full price and then eventually go to the network later. But Gotcha. Which I think is very hmm. interesting. <laughs> So now, before we get into, you know, some of the matches and some of the moments that I want to talk about, uh, how was your feeling of this crazy WrestleMania weekend?
0: It was weird. I honestly didn't really watch the first night. I started it, and then I just wasn't that into it. But the second night wasn't too bad. But the second night, I had I watched it on my iPad. And I had, like, the TV was on, so there was, like, other noise, so it didn't bother me that there was, like, no crowd noise. And I think the first night, I tried it, but it was just on the TV, so, like, it was really, like, showing that there was no crowd noise. and For me, a lot of times, the crowd adds to the match. Um, Obviously, like, the first night, I missed the Undertaker match, watched it today, but... um. Like, those two matches were fine without the crowd, but I feel like the other ones, like, I really wanted the crowd there. But it was still a good effort. It was still some good wrestling, Um, some great matches. It was just weird for me.
1: Yeah, and I had that same issue. And, and, you know, it's weird because you're seeing um, different perspectives or different uh, opinions of both nights. Like, uh, for me personally, I enjoyed night two way better than night Mm -hmm. one. I was very bored with night one. And, and yeah, both nights suffered from not having the crowd there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and each night had, uh, you know, one night had the Firefly Funhouse match and one night had the Boneyard match. They both had, like, an off-site match or match that was more cinematic, I should say. <clears throat> so, like, that was fine. But I just think the pace of night one was just so slow. And I don't know how – there's people who think the opposite. Like, they people who hate night two and love night one. So I guess it's it's to each its own. But um, I think, like, I love the fact that the first match we got was the women's tag mm-hmm. match, right? In my opinion, I wouldn't have started with that because you got to think that um, there's a lot of people who are begging for some type of live sport. Um, ESPN was covering this heavy going into this more than they've ever covered it before because right. – you know ESPN is begging for content. Like the stuff that, like I follow them on YouTube, and when I like I get home, like I'll go through it and watch like the d- clips from the different shows. And the stuff that are on these shows are like, what are you even talking about? Like they're just the shit that they're talking about is just so bad. Like they're just begging for stories. So like they're covering this, and you think there's a lot of people who I think they said this is the most watched mania ever, or something like right. that. Like the numbers were coming in, like it's the most streamed ever on the network. Well, I mean. Because so many people were watching it. So Everyone it's like was home. <laughs> um That's what I mean. So like if you're doing that, you you know, you would think that they they should have started with like Owens and Rollins. Like start with a bang, like get people to come in. And I think where, yeah, like as for like us who are fans of women's wrestling, it is fantastic that you start with women's wrestling, especially those four, right? However, you gotta think of the casual fan that maybe hasn't watched for 10-15 years, you want to draw them in right away, like, I feel like night two does that, Charlotte versus Rhea opened night two, and it was, in my opinion, the best match of the whole weekend, and we'll get into that in a little bit, but it's just like, that captured your attention immediately, like, you couldn't look away from that match, where I feel like the women's tag match, you know, it wasn't the best, it was good enough, but I don't know, I would have just started that differently,
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, it could be also, like, Maybe someone that hasn't watched it for so many years and they're like, "Oh wow, this is cool. They have women tag titles. I didn't know they had this." I guess, you yeah, know. maybe,
1: <clears throat> maybe, yeah.
0: Maybe intrigue them. Another way of looking at it.
1: Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Be a little more positive. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I definitely want to jump right into the matches. So some of the ma- I'm not gonna, we're not gonna talk about every match, right? Because I think a lot of the matches were just like whatever, mm-hmm. right? They were like whatever matches that don't really matter. Um, you know, and we jump right into the first match I was just talking about Charlotte versus Rhea. Now, a lot of people were upset about the ending. I wasn't too upset because I have a feeling that I can kind of predict the direction they're going in with what's going to be the next kind of six months for NXT. But I, this was honestly one of my favorite mania matches ever just because it really like Charlotte is the greatest women's wrestler of all time. She's Mrs. WrestleMania or Miss WrestleMania. And I feel like she shouldn't lose a Mania ever in a one-on-one match, not for years. And I think that they should make this more of a big deal. And I think that the winner of that match, even though she lost, was Rhea because it showed that she can compete at a high level and that she can go. Like they told a fantastic story with Charlotte working Rhea's leg the whole match. Every time Rhea did anything on that leg, she sold it through the whole match. And it was like, Charlotte survived because she's a veteran and she's smart not that Rhea just straight up lost right Charlotte beat her by submission I saw a lot of people were upset by that but it's like it's like losing to the Undertaker or losing to Shawn Michaels at Wrestlemania Kurt Angle or whoever like you're losing to the best ever so it's like you she shows she 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 can hang and then I think personally that at whatever takeover if it's the SummerSlam takeover Or if it's another one maybe in June. Who knows what the rest of the year for WWE is going to look like because of this virus. But I think at the next takeover, Charlotte and Rhea get a rematch and Rhea beats her. Like cementing like, hey, we're here. Then Charlotte goes back to either Raw or SmackDown, wherever she ends up. I guess back to Raw right now. And then I think this is all just to get Rhea over even bigger. Because I can't see Charlotte staying in NXT for a long period of time. But what do you think?
0: I can't see her staying in NXT for a long time either. I never wanted her to win because I just, you know, Charlotte's obviously like a dominant female and I didn't want NXT to be stuck with a dominant female champion for a while where no one can beat her. Um, So it's whatever. I mean, I get it. Charlotte is great. You're right about that. I just and then like to have Rhea win it back. I mean, I guess it does help build her up, but I just I don't like the whole like have someone win the title for a little bit and then the other person just gets it right back. I don't see the point of that. I don't. Yeah. I'm not a fan of those type of storylines. <clears throat> so I, I'd be interested I'm interested to see the direction they're going with Charlotte in NXT. I don't get why it's happening, but we'll see how how they go with. Right now, wrestling's in a weird time. So whatever, you know, just go with the flow. Exactly.
1: So. I do think we're in we're heading towards another moment in in the nxt women's division where it seems i mean they have so much talent mm-hmm. down there they've almost too much talent but if we're being honest how many of those women can act actually not can because they're all super talented but how many of those women would be justified to have a singles match at a takeover right, right? that's what you really got to think so like okay uh candice LeRae definitely Io Shirai, definitely. And I guess Mia Yim, because she did technically have one against Shayna. But, like, all the other girls, like Chelsea Green, super talented, I don't think is ready for a takeover match. Like, I don't think her character is ready, no. I should say. Right? And there's a lot of women like that who are in that same boat. And, like, yeah, Tegan and Dakota, absolutely super talented. Tegan can get uh, – or both of them can have a takeover match. But character-wise and story-wise, their rivalry is still going on. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think this is a good time if we do Charlotte – and Rhea, until there's some type of conclusion with that, you know, that will give the other woman a time to kind of catch up. So that way when they face Rhea going forward or Charlotte going forward or whoever, they're at a higher level. And maybe, hey, we saw Bianca officially announced that she was on Monday Night Raw going forward. So that frees up the division a little bit. And maybe this means other women are also going to move.
0: I just hope that they right? do focus on the other women. My thing is them focusing on Charlotte 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 has the belt and then these other women that need this moment to kind of build themselves up are gonna get overshadowed and not build themselves up. That's what I'm afraid of.
1: True. I mean well, we've we've watched NXT morph and change into not NXT. Right. So it wouldn't surprise me, right? I think about like Shotzi Blackheart. I think about someone like that, a Santana Garrett Tina Arconte still out, even though she pranked everybody on April Fools saying she Which was pregnant. Was and she got me. Pathetic. Oh. Well, yeah, but like I was very excited for her, and then all this stuff. But um, I hope she gets know, no TV there's time a ton- now. <laughs> yeah, because of that,
0: she gets released because she sucks. Yeah. She turned me <laughs> off with that. Don't <laughs> like her.
1: Yeah, but um, so like, there's tons of women that are just having dark matches before NXT TV. And like you said, it's a weird time. A lot of companies have stuff already pre-recorded for, like, I think another month or two or whatever. So we don't even know how far in the future NXT has programming. Yeah. I mean, the good thing about NXT, unlike anybody else, any other company, is pretty much if you're in NXT, you most likely live in Orlando because you're at the Performance Center six right. days a week. So their whole roster is there. Whereas like Raw or SmackDown or AEW Impact, they're flying people in. So not everyone's able to come in depending on what state they mm-hmm. live in. Like for example, uh Santana and Ortiz in AEW, they haven't been on AEW in like a month because they live in New York. So you can't travel outside of New York right now. So um like you don't know, but NXT could be cool. Like who knows what they have in, you know, and we have a big NXT coming up this week, which is going to be awesome. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm intrigued but not excited because, like you said, it could also go a bad way where it's just like all Charlie all the time and no one else gets to shine because right. you can see them doing stuff like that. Maybe trying to get the rate a ratings boost or something. Who knows? Um, the next match that I want to talk about, seeing as you just watched it, Taker versus AJ Styles. What did you think of this match? Because some people didn't like it. Some people loved it. It what was you think weird.
0: It reminded me of the Matt Hardy thing that, that he had.
1: Mm-hmm. The yeah, final But I
0: think with not having a crowd, I think this was the perfect time to do this because a lot of times when people go to WrestleMania, they're there to see the people live in person. So a match like this, maybe not necessarily they really want to watch on the screen the whole time while they're there. So since we're all at home why not do this so i think that was a smart idea on their part i thought it was weird but it did make taker look better because you know they had enough time to edit and make him look good because when you watch a taker match if it goes a little bit longer he looks winded and he looks tired he looks old so this made him look tougher more in shape i thought that you know their acting was wasn't too bad you know the music i like the dramatic music as odd as that sounds it reminded me of just like a show you're like you're watching a tv show a dramatic moment so i like that part too i didn't really get the people coming out though the, the druids. The what?
1: they're druids they're
0: what
1: they're druids they're the people that used to come but out like for didn't they entrance. come out
0: with the
1: <laughs> The yeah. and anderson yeah so was that them like trying why, to play a
0: mind just... trick on him
1: Okay. Yeah, I think so. They were trying to trick Because that's what
0: I was like, well, those remind me of the people that came out with them before. But then, like, they came out with yeah. them. I'm like, wait, did they come out with them? Or was that Undertaker? Like, I don't know. But.
1: Yeah, who, who knows what. Um, When I first saw it, I thought. So, leading up, Taker Cutter promo said he's bringing the trifecta of hell or some shit like that. So, people were like, is Kane going to show up? Is whoever going to mm-hmm. show up? And maybe that was the plan. I was like, maybe Mick Foley or something. Or, <clears> like, people from his past. Um. So I guess it would be Mankind, really. But uh, I, and I think maybe that's when I saw the Druids come out. I was like, oh, two of them are going to be these people he was talking about. But ended up not being it. The one thing I could say, and this is from somebody who's been begging Undertaker to retire. I don't even know. Since before the Roman match. So like before 33. uh, This just extended his career like five years. Like it, if you give me this type of Undertaker match. For the next five years i'm good like we can have that taker sting match now like you said i don't know how that would work because you can't show a 15 minute video to a crowd in a live arena because people are gonna go fucking nuts and boo and shit because they'll be bored but you know if you want to do something fun something cool like this you know you could you can have you know if you i don't even know how you would do it but you could do something interesting like this and it makes Taker still look like taker right he looked like a yeah. badass He looked awesome. He was fighting super slow, but like it It worked. It worked for the theme of it. Like it looked
0: like it was meant to be that way. And it was like slow.
1: A hundred percent. And like it really sold you on like, and the way that they were talking to each other and it was like, oh, this is like fucking old man Undertaker Mm -hmm. who's like, I don't want to kill you, but if you're forcing me to, I will. Like I will bury you and stuff like that. I, I know a lot of people were tweeting that they wish that when they panned up to the mm-hmm. tractor, that they wish that Michelle McCool was in the driver's seat and she's the one who that dumped it. That would have been funny. I thought that would have been pretty but funny. she probably do not
0: With the times of right now, she's probably just home with her kids.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. Like, Imagine what this match, and even the Firefly Funhouse match, like. what would those matches have looked like if we weren't in these times? Because neither one could you have shown to a live no. crowd. Because people would have got so bored. People got bored during Triple H and Batista last year and they were they were actually fighting in the ring. So like can I mean, you imagine in their defense, wasn't it like you a video of that? shortly
0: after Kofi or something? Because something I remember like, like I was spent and like I was done after Kofi because I put all my energy there.
1: I remember, and it was funny, they were um last week or oh, before Mania on Sunday, they reshowed uh Mania 35 and uh Cody was texting us, me and Ant, and during the Shane and uh Miz match he texted us and was like mm, feels like time to get a cheesesteak because that's what we all got up to eat during that match yeah. everybody was like yo what'd you think of that crazy sheen spot and i sent everybody a picture of aunt eating a cheesesteak like this is what i thought
0: oh that's <laughs> remember that my sister-in-law was on up. tv during that match i think because they were right near the area oh, really? where the miz and yeah. oh, that's cool i didn't
1: know yeah. that that's one cool thing too about this weekend is like a lot of people are posting pictures from last mm-hmm. year,
0: reminiscing,
1: right? Which was really cool. Yeah, yeah reminiscing of the good times. It's crazy that was just a year ago. It feels like five years ago.
0: I know. It feels like our See, lives have changed thinking so that much. Too, and, it's only and I'm been like, a year. normally I'm like, wow, that was already a year ago. But this year I was like, wow, that was only a year ago. Like that felt like so long ago. Like it's such a distant know, memory I'm, being around people now. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, exactly right. Well, I mean, for you it is, but. Well, um...
0: Well, yeah, it's only me and the doctor in the office mostly, so.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah, like, I even, like, on my desk, I have pictures from Mania, and I look at it, and, it, it, like, the picture of the four of us at the gala seems like it was a different lifetime. Yeah.
0: It's crazy.
1: Like, it's so weird, but, I mean, yeah, that's how time goes. But another match I wanted to bring up, talking about these cinematic matches, and I'm dying to, because we haven't talked about this, what did you think and i know you hate and this too. Man. so what did you think of the firefly funhouse match?
0: it was okay it was weird it was good that i didn't have to actually watch bray russell because i don't enjoy it um so him playing his character i preferred that because then i'm not like oh boring bray wyatt in the ring still hate watching his face it's better when it's covered with the mask but i don't know it was weird it was weird there was like no at least there was rustling in the aj styles one there was wasn't much in this one so it just felt weird i don't know i don't know if i i, I think i like the aj styles one better
1: so for me um i personally liked the firefly funhouse match. Like tongue twister I'd love. Brady I Mark. liked and people's
0: explanation why. of it. I thought that was interesting. I that's, think, that's like why. afterwards, like that's why. when you read the explanation, <laughs> and then you're like, okay, that's a cool concept. But in the moment, I wasn't like I was like, oh, wow, I love watching this. Like it wasn't. I yeah. wasn't in it.
1: In the moment, I was sitting there like, what the fuck is going on? But I was enjoying it. Like it was this weird. is crazy. Like you said, the explanations make it so much better. And on Twitter, I. Um, I compared it to the movie Inception. I
0: hate that movie.
1: Because if you, I, I fucking love that movie. And here's why. Because it, what's the ending? We don't know what the right. ending is, right? People have made articles and podcasts and videos and all this stuff talking about their perception of the movie, how, what they think the ending was, because we don't, we, we'll never know, right? Unless the director comes out and says, this is what I had in mind, we'll never know. It also reminds you of the Joker, right? At the end. I never
0: saw that movie. You know.
1: Well, at the end of The Joker, I won't spoil it, but at the end of The Joker, it leaves you with uh, wait, what's real and what's not right. real? What do we watch? Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it leaves you in this world of like, who knows? It, it opens it up for debate. And I think with the Firefly Funhouse, like I said, you could have taken it one way. I could have taken it one way. Another person could have taken it another way. And I've loved listening to people's um, reviews of it, what they thought. And the one that I like is, I'm busted open, they were talking about, it, it seemed like, it was all of Cena's failures, and he was being forced to face it. Like, basically, forced to look at himself, who he really is. And Bray was opening up and showing him, like, oh, even when you were succeeding, you were doing bad shit. And, like, even throwing the little Nikki Bella jab mm-hmm. in there. Like, you know, like, oh, you fucked her career up. I'm a glad they bit threw that
0: in there. I'm going to say, because.
1: Super smart. It
0: wasn't just that, but, like,. With the females that date the guys, they're always throwing that in storylines. And they don't do it as much yeah, with yeah. guys, especially when it came to Cena and Nikki. People were always yeah. throwing the John Cena thing in her face. So finally, yeah, it getting thrown in his face, I was like, yes. That was the moment where I was like, good job, Bray. But that's, a, that's the only moment. That's the only moment.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then uh, that everyone was super hyped because Vince McMahon, Puppet, was like, that's oh, good yeah. shit. Which is... What Moxley said in his interview with Jericho after he left, which was funny. That the the buzzard was dressed up like Macho Man. Uh, You had like it comparing Cena to Hulk Hogan um, and comparing Cena to like like the whole NWO thing. Oh, it was so good, man. And then like Cena at the end finally breaks because like the whole thing with Bray at uh, WrestleMania Mm -hmm. 30 in New Orleans is when he was trying to get Cena to break and hit him with the chair, but he doesn't. But in this, Cena finally breaks and he starts beating, like, Bray to death. And then The Fiend shows up and saves mm-hmm. him, making Cena disappear. So it was like, and people were like, oh, was that Cena's retirement match? Because, like, he disappears. Or, like, is John Cena going to come back a different character now? So it was like, like I said, it leaves it open to so many possibilities. And it also allows, and people had this other narrative of, like, the reason The Fiend beats everybody and reverts them back to their... Most truest self and didn't beat Goldberg is because Goldberg's always right, been Goldberg. I
0: saw that. like
1: he's never changed, he's never been different. But like Daniel Bryan went back to the American Dragon, Dan- uh, Brian Danielson, like he was in the Indies, and Finn Balor went back to Prince Devitt, and Rollins went back to heel Rollins, and Miz went back to A list Miz, and stuff like that. So, uh, he, I, who knows what he brought Cena back to. We don't know. We'll have to wait and see. It'll probably be another year. I'm sure Cena has a million movies. I mean, the one right thing. Now. So me and Brittany were talking about it. Um, did Cena look skinnier to you?
0: Yeah, I would say so.
1: Like his face, yeah. right? Like his face. He looked like he trimmed down. And for he, his, um,
0: his face was looking old. I think he looks oh, old. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I just, I, and I've, I've watched it back, and I just love it. It's just. It's so fucking weird. It is weird. weird. But it's so entertaining. If you love Bray Wyatt, like I love Bray Wyatt, and like I loved Bray Wyatt when he was in NXT, I just fucking love this crazy cult leader, sadistic Bray Wyatt. And I hate horror movies. I hate scary stuff. But I just love Bray Wyatt so damn much. And I don't know. I'm just a big Bray Wyatt fan. Definitely, if you guys haven't watched it, Go watch it and judge it for yourself. You might love it, you might hate it. But That's I think it's one of those
0: matches. <laughs> <laughs> like if like you were watching it, and then someone that doesn't watch wrestling, they're like, "What the hell is happening right now? Like, what kind of shit do you watch?" Like, I feel like that match is one of those that if people watched it that don't watch wrestling. One hundred
1: percent. You're like, "What the fuck?" You ever seen the um the meme of like people who watch anime? It reminds no. me of that. So like in anime, there's like great stories and these like very heartfelt stuff right and people are just like, oh, it's animated so it's for kids when in reality it's very mm-hmm. adult a lot of these animes right so like when you're watch the meme is like when you watch anime um you're like what we see is like this adult storyline oh, it's so great and as soon as someone comes in the room it's always at a scene where like the girls are being super sexual with like huge tits and like because like it's <laughs> japanese right so it's like super hypersexual right and during some scenes so like that's the scene they always walk in on it like what the fuck are you watching this is weird and it's like no no i swear like that's the bray wyatt match of like no 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 no. like i swear charlotte and ria happened that happened on the card and edge and orton tried to kill each other for 35 minutes that happened it's, it's not all fucking, <laughs> I, yeah uh bray wyatt lifting behind a fake cage and puppets and john cena beating up a pig like
0: oh yeah that's happened to me like when i'm watching a show and it's on this like super like sexual scene and then frankie would walk by like what filth are you watching and it's like there was a whole another part to this before you walked in and you watched that part
1: yeah on the worst part possible exactly but uh speaking of old people let's just talk about it right edge and orton were you did you watch this i was in and
0: out it went on long and it's like yeah, minutes. it was long. And I know when I... that was, was that, No, Last Man Standing, right? Those were usually long. Yes. But I feel like the crowd helps you stay in it more. And yeah. so for me, I was watching it because it was Edge. You know, his, his first match back. I'm glad they gave him time. But for me, it was just... I don't know. I was in and out of it.
1: So I have two different opinions on this match. One is when it happened live my uh laundry machine broke and i was downstairs trying to fix it with Brittany. we're trying to figure it out so i was like in and out of the match so the first time i barely watched it and by the time i came up it was towards the end or whatever so i was like oh this match has gone on way too long whatever but then today i had some time between pickups at work so with carrie and and, and, and everybody telling me to watch this documentary i watched edges 24 now if you haven't watched it
0: Oh, I want to watch that. That's actually something I want to watch. It
1: is unbelievable. It's so good because it starts out as, like, oh, it's just a 24 on his life outside of wrestling, and it ends up being him at Mania. Like, it goes all the way to Mania. So it's, like, you know, it's – and he opens it by saying that, like, this was not supposed to be my return. And, like, as he goes through and and he's, like, this happened – And then this happened like he he breaks it down like so real and like him and beth's relationship and it's just so great like it's a must watch so after watching that i was like all right i need to go back and give this match like my Mm -hmm. attention and my respect i thought it was actually pretty fun it did go on way too long like way too long but like it was very fun they did a lot of cool stuff i know a lot of people had a problem with um when they were in the gym and uh or in like tied edge up in the the little harness in the weight one of the weight machines and people were like oh chris benoit oh his documentary just came out this and this you shouldn't do that but it's like listen fuck it it's been years right like you people do the flying headbutt. people do the cripple cross face on wwe tv like fucking it, we have to mm-hmm. move forward like whatever and he wasn't strangling edge he had it around his arm so it wasn't like direct represent but I see what people get it from but it's like relax it's a hardcore match they're trying to fucking beat the shit out of each other probably wasn't even on their
0: mind when that was going you know
1: yeah but and that's one of those matches where you think like well what would this this match have been if it was at the stadium right because like when it was made it was made to be at the stadium so they kind of did the best what they could do I love the ending where um I think Edge spears him Uh, Edge puts him in that chokehold, which is his new finisher now um, Orton passes out a little bit And then Edge hits him with the concerto To end the match I thought it was great Edge looks super old But still somehow super good Like he's he, Like ripped. his face Like he he's looks shredded. old
0: But he still looks super like fit At the same time
1: Yeah I know it's, it's just awesome And you know after you watch the documentary Like fucking Dash from the revival Like what a godsend What a godsend that man is And it's just Because he helped Edge train getting back And it's just like fucking edge is back and and i hope that he's back more often than not i would love to see him become a world champion you know especially since i don't know i it looks like he's on raw right now but hey i'm for it mm-hmm. let's do it but what do you think of it like uh from the you know from the little you saw when you were in and out
0: i mean it was good it was good It was a uh typical like last man standing hardcore i was just more concerned with all the things they were making really dirty like they got it clean yeah. so much
1: yeah. people did you tweet that or did someone else tweet that they were like i feel bad for all the employees who have to like go like they literally have to disinfect the entire place now because they were in every room yeah. touching every yeah. surface i didn't
0: tweet that but i saw that a few times like the different types of tweets I tweeted that it was nice of them to give us a tour of the performance center.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was really funny. I saw you tweet but, that. We got a tour for yeah, free. Yeah, I great. mean,
0: it was pretty cool. You got to see the performance center. But, um, yeah, no, I thought it was a good match. I think it would have been better in front of a crowd, and I wish that Edge got to have that moment in front of the crowd. This was the one match that, like, really broke my heart. It couldn't be in front of a crowd.
1: But he got to have the moment at Rumble.
0: Yeah, but...
1: And that one was a lot more special. You'll see when you watch the documentary, that moment's a lot more special well, to him.
0: Of course so, it is because it was in front of our crowd.
1: Well, yeah, but also because it was his idea to make it secret and he did everything in his power to so keep it a secret. I'm so glad that
0: it was a secret. Yeah,
1: that, like, yeah, we all got yeah.
0: surprised.
1: Yeah. And, and I was telling Brittany, too, she was like... Because she was watching the end of the documentary with me. Uh, we were eating dinner tonight and... uh She was like, was it really, like, were you shocked? And I was like, there was rumors. Like, I heard the rumors, but I was like, get the fuck out of here. Right, right. Right? It's like when people were like, Daniel Bryan's coming back. And you're like, no, he's right, not. Because you,
0: you're like, you know, no, like, they can't. Like, they, how could they come back?
1: You won't believe it until you walk until they walk through the curtain and get in that ring. And, and you know how, it.
0: like, desperate right? wrestling fans can be? Because I still see yeah. people, like, tweeting all the time, asking Paige when she's getting back in the ring. And she just, yeah, exactly. like, had to retire not too long ago. So, like, you know how desperate fans are. And they'll be like, oh, they're coming back because this happened. And so you're like, nah, I don't believe it. So, like... I was genuinely like, holy shit. I think my mouth was open yeah. for like five Surprise. minutes when he came out.
1: Exactly. And it, it's like, um, you know, it, it's definitely like, I don't know, I lost my train of thought. But it's 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 cool to be surprised. Oh, I told Brittany, this is what I was going to say. I was like, it's like if I told you Nikki Bella or Paige were coming back, like tonight, you'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Right. They, like, they retired. They can't come back. Which actually, you know, who knows what nine years you know, five years, five to nine years to these girls right. could be. Like, who knows, right? Daniel Bryan should have never been able to walk in a wrestling ring again. Somehow miraculously cured back in the ring. Edge, the same thing. You should never be able to wrestle again because of your neck. Back in the ring. And doing the shit that he did in that match or Right? Jesus Christ. My goodness. Bless Beth Phoenix's heart. Especially when you watch this documentary, you'll understand, like, Jesus Christ. Like, the shit that he put her through during that match. Oof. Because, yeah. wow. Like, she must have been I, losing I cringe it backstage.
0: and I worry myself. So, I can't imagine, as a wife, watching her husband do all of that. I'd probably be Oof, mad at them. I know. I'd be Like, don't talk to me. Like,
1: <laughs> It's funny. So, um, when was it? Uh, Oh, after SummerSlam in Toronto, when he speared mm-hmm. Elias, he came through the curtain and Beth was mad at him. They show it. And he's laughing. He's like, she's See, mad at me. that would have been she's me. like, you oh, he was like, she was like, you were only supposed to cut a promo. You weren't supposed to get physical. And he was like, I don't know. I just felt it out there. And she was like, I'm, when the cameras go off, I'll be mad yep, at you.
0: That would be me. I wouldn't care so about funny. the camera, though. So.
1: Well, you're also Spanish. So. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, now to a match that, I don't know, it was a lot of fun to a match that a lot of people didn't like, but I personally liked. And it's Drew versus Brock. And it was the main event of Night 2. It was the main event of Mania. Technically, it wasn't because technically it was the Big Show versus I don't understand Drew. that part,
0: but whatever.
1: So, last night during Raw, the main event of Raw, was exclusive footage after WrestleMania where, for whatever reason, after Mania, Drew comes back out and cuts a promo on winning the title. And then Big Show comes out and challenges him to a oh, match.
0: Oh, Okay.
1: And actually it was a really was good it? match. And there was a moment in the match. Yes, there was a moment in the match that I literally clenched up because I thought Big Show was going to win. <laughs> he fucking chokeslammed him and it was like 2.9 seconds. And Drew kicks out and I was like, oh my fucking God, were they really about to give Big Show the win because he has a fucking Netflix show out right now? Like, are they really I about mean, to do this? And I got so scared.
0: It's That's WWE. What I'm it's yeah. WWE.
1: We know how this company works. So I got so scared. It was actually a fun match. So like technically that was the main event of Mania, but whatever. Um, A lot of people were mad because counting entrances, Brock and Drew were only four minutes. Like only, it was like five minutes. Yeah, I
0: was really surprised like how I didn't watch it live, but when I saw people tweeting and I'm like, wait a minute, it's over already? Like I was very shocked. Usually like Brock matches when he's going to lose, it goes on a little bit. There's more of a fight
1: yeah but it was basically like uh like two f5s three uh drew kicks out 3 x f5s he kicks out and then there's germans he kicks out and then drew hits him with a claymore lesnar kicks out then he hits someone with a claymore like two or three times and then the match is over
0: yeah
1: And i was like okay like that's cool i'm hype i love drew mcintyre i'm happy i, mean, he I
0: love any match there's a ton of Brock scottish is. champions any of those I mean, I so know,
1: know. i don't
0: know i don't care
1: yeah i i I understand your shit. I don't
0: care. It like could have been like it started and then one kick and he was done and I was like, yes, best match ever. Like <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> um I'm just happy for Drew, and there's tons of tons of Scottish people that are champions in the company right now. Did you see that? No. It's like Drew, Kaylee Ray, Nikki Cross, Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang are the NXT UK tag champions. Oh. It's like, whoa, wow.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool. And Drew
1: McIntyre is the first ever uh UK born. Champion, like champion for WWE.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah I'm really WWE happy champion. for him. I think that, you know, he's got that star quality. So I think them putting the title on him and building him up, especially that he kicked out of those F5s and beat Brock Lesnar. Yeah. That just put him in a whole new mm-hmm.
1: It's It's about time that the company starts thinking in making new mm-hmm. stars. Oh, yeah. Right? We had the run of like Seth and ambrose and roman and you know whoever you know like daniel bryan and all these people and it's like um it's time to start making new ones and like it's time to kind of shake things up move people around um you know, i know a lot of people aren't happy about it because it was supposed to be roman but like braun Strowman is a universal champion now and he's probably not gonna hold it you know past money in the bank roman will probably beat him but right. it's like who, who knows, right? You get new people in new positions. I personally hope that once this craziness in the world is over, that they do a, a three-show draft where they split up everybody evenly and they give NXT talent that's not been used on the main roster or they give them veterans. Like, I would love to see Natty in NXT because we know that she's actually uh, like a, a big... Influencing all the girls backstage. So I would love to see her in more of a veteran role in NXT. So that'd be cool. Switch it up a little bit, right? She'll get more time in her matches. Um, but like so I hope they do that after SummerSlam, mm-hmm. right? Because we kind of figure SummerSlam will probably be the first like live pay-per-view for them. But um I don't know. I, I'm I'm happy for Drew being at the top of the mountain. A new face, somebody new that the fans were super hype and they were super into like um, you know, rewatching the Rumble and stuff like that when they aired it on Raw and seeing the reaction he got when he won—it's it's like
0: someone new. That's something that's like we're exactly. all like a breath of fresh air. Like,
1: and it's yeah. organic. Like he wasn't; it didn't come out of nowhere. Like slowly, he's mm-hmm. been building. Um, like, for example, if I don't know, in six months you put a the United States title, or even in a couple months you put a United States title on Alistair Black. Like, I'm all for it because this dude is performing mm-hmm. exceptional. He had a decent match with Bobby Lashley. And he had a fucking exceptional match with Apollo Crews on Raw, which was like, what the fuck is going on? What am I watching? It was a really good match. And, like, Apollo Crews looked great. He actually got offense in. And, like, Alistair Black was, like, tired after the match. That's good. It it's off.
0: good that they gave Apollo Crews some time because Apollo Crews is great. And they just never gave him the opportunity.
1: Exactly. He just can't talk. His which charisma is, like, is lacking. So don't yeah. let him talk. Give, give him a measure.
0: Yeah.
1: Which is, I don't understand, like... Why they hate managers in this company, I don't know. We're except like, for Paul Heyman. it is literally just printing money well, and Zelina, <clears> yeah. but like and Lana no, in no, a no, way. No,
0: no,
1: oh, they're teasing the Lana Lashley breakup already. I heard, already.
0: I well, no, I didn't hear, I like yeah. saw a tweet that yeah. like he said that he might need a new manager or something, or a new wife,
1: so. and a new wife, yeah, yeah. So they're teasing that breakup already, which is whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, Which makes the whole storyline fucking worthless because it didn't get anybody over. Um, But yeah, so like you think of all Zelina has done for Andrade, right? I think if you don't have Zelina with Andrade, he probably would still be in NXT, not being used, right? And like look at what Zelina's doing for like Austin Theory and Angel Garza because they're performing, especially Angel Garza. I think she's doing great for him. Um, And like imagine giving Ricochet a manager. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Or giving Cedric Alexander a manager or, or just someone to talk to him. And I know those two are in a tag team now, and, and that tag team screams of, we have no fucking clue what to right. do with either of you, but you're super athletic. And especially with Ricochet, you're a crazy fan favorite. So, like, let's just throw two black guys in a tag team, call it a day. Like, that's literally what it looks like. And it's funny because I saw you liked my tweet during commentary. They were like, oh, the. the Ricochet and Cedric Alexander remind us a lot of the Street Profits. And I was like, oh, yeah, why yeah, is that? Wonder,
0: I wonder why. Why is that, Tom why. Wonder. Yeah.
1: I wonder why. But, um, you know, speaking of that whole segment, shout out to all the people that are involved in, like, the four-segment match between the Street Profits, Angel Garza, and Austin Theory, and then Bianca, who's officially on Raw now, uh, and having the match with Zelina. It was three separate matches. Did you see that?
0: Wait, What?
1: So it started out with the Street Profits versus Garza in theory in a rematch for okay. me. That match ended up Zelina tried to help her team out and they got disqualified. So they jumped the Street Profits cuz they were mad. Then Bianca came out uh made Zelina leave the ring and then cut a promo was like I'm a, like basically I'm going to beat the mm-hmm. shit out of you and then they had a match. Okay it went to commercial they came back they were having a match and then during that match the street profits attacked garza and theory on the outside into the ring so then that match got thrown out and then they were like let's make it a six man tag and then they had a six man tag <laughs> it was it was like a good 45 minute wow. segment on raw it was fantastic. I mean good for
0: all those guys getting and, that much tv time all of them
1: oh it was great and then like the stuff um so like when Bianca and Zelina were in the ring, Zelina had Bianca in a submission. And Zelina was like, who's 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 bad? Who's bad? And then Montez on the outside was like, who's bad? Who's bad? And he like grabs the camera lens and he's like, ah! He's like the most hypest hype man.
0: I love him. You can
1: ever have in your life. And it was just, oh, they're so good. And they were so great. It was so, and then like he tries to cut a promo. Like when, Zel- when uh, Bianca comes out. And he's being all wild and crazy. And she's like, Hold on. You can calm down. I can speak for myself. I was like, oh, you're such a wife. You're such a damn wife. And then she cut a promo. People were laughing because like she cut the whole promo without looking at Zelina. (laughs) Like Zelina was behind her and she wasn't looking at her.
0: That's funny. So she was was looking at the camera. It was
1: so good. She was looking at the camera, but she was like Zelina, she was talking to Zelina. She was like, I'm gonna beat your ass and blah blah blah. But it's like she was looking directly into the camera instead of Zelina. It was funny. It was such a good segment. Um, now, the last thing is, and I want to get your thoughts on this. So, one of the big things that I didn't like about Mania was the SmackDown Women's match, and it was the result. I did not like that Bailey retained the way that she did. So, it was like, it ended up being, uh, it was Sasha, Lacey, and Bailey. Lacey goes to hit bailey with her finisher bailey moves out of the way like pushes uh lacy into sasha so Lacey murders sasha with her the woman's right oh my god it's the best looking women's right i've ever seen anybody take like sasha made it look like she got shot mm-hmm. with a cannon gets pinned Lacey versus bailey i was like oh this is cool maybe they'll give it to Lacey, right we'll do something new we'll take sasha and bailey if they're gonna feud which it looks like they are we'll give them their own feud to the side Will give, like you said, new talent, new opportunities, new situations. Um, Sasha ends up coming out, gives her finisher to Lacey, which lets Bailey pin her, because it's of course no DQ match, because mm-hmm. it's all elimination. But then they tease this thing between Sasha and Bailey, and it's like either way I see it, you're gonna have to turn one of them face, which I think is horrible. Because I think Bailey is doing really good as a heel right now. And Sasha is way better as a heel. It took us so long to get to this point. But it's like, why? Like, I feel like they missed a boat between them two. And, you know, in all honesty, like, especially with Becky retaining, it's like... And now Charlotte being the champion at NXT. It's like, yo, can any other woman on the roster that isn't a four-horse woman do something with a fucking title? Like, I love them. They're great. They're fantastic. But what what's it been like four or five years of them on top like give me somebody new like give me someone different I agree. right and you could still have them on tv doing their own storylines but why are you holding up the title picture with just those four women
0: that's true i didn't even it drives realize me crazy. and
1: all three brands
0: after that that is if you think yeah. about it i mean bailey and sasha they don't need the title for their feud if they really want to go that route which i think like you said like that's a missed opportunity they should have done it a while ago it's over it's done with and but yeah it doesn't need a title like we can have women's storylines without a damn title title. put it i think they should have put it on Lacey as well or (laughs) Tamina, someone new you know
1: (laughs) exactly it's some something different and then like i don't know i just think that you're, you're putting too much on those four women to basically hold the entire women's division of your company up, right? And it's like, give someone else a chance. You're never going to know what you have until you give someone a chance. And I was talking to Carrie about it today. We were messing each other about it. And I was like, listen, like they gave Carmella a chance and she showed that if God forbid need be, you need her to get the belt between two people you needed to be a transitional champion. She could be it. She was very entertaining mm-hmm. as a champion. Didn't have the best matches, but her segments were she was main eventing like SmackDown back then and opening SmackDown people, like liked people her. were super into what she was doing. Exactly. So it was like Sonya Deville. Oh, that's another thing I want yeah, to talk no, about.
0: Yeah, I was I was going to mention the whole that Otis because stuff. I found it weird that you didn't say you want to
1: talk about. I I completely forgot about it to be honest, but so like Sony Deville, Mandy Rose, Ember Moon when she eventually comes back. Like, hey, even Naomi, like there's so many Ruby Riot. Liv Morgan had a great match against Asuka this week, which is I can't even believe that fucking sentence came out of my <laughs> mouth, but it's truth. But it's like you have so much talent on this roster. Let someone else get the ball. Lacey Evans, I think on Smackdown right now should be the champion. She's proved she went with Becky for a few months. She feuded I mean, with Sasha people like her. people her loved it. Too. Exactly. And the whole stuff for her daughter. I mean, honestly, you know, maybe she wins at SummerSlam because then, you know, like, I was like, oh, if Lacey wins, it would suck because her daughter can't get in the ring and have that whole moment, like, family moment, which you mm-hmm. know they would have. Um, But, like, I don't know. I would have just loved to see Lacey win. It is what it is. But now, the one match, and it's a good way to end. So, Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. And to be honest with you, I can't tell you a single fucking move that happened in the match All I care about is the ending, which was Mandy coming out looking like fucking exactly what her nickname is. God's greatest creation. I've never loved the color gold so much. She comes out and punches Sony Deville or smacks her. And shout out to Sony Deville, who was looking equally as good. Jesus Christ. And they come out. And now I guess those two are split. And Mandy helps Otis win. And then Otis gives her a kiss. It's very Macho Man and Elizabeth. People were posting gifs of the crowd during Macho Man and Elizabeth, which I thought was so funny. Everybody was like the best love story ever. So um, did you ever see that clip? That like old clip? Of? Macho Man like, and Elizabeth. Which one? Like when he they, they reunited and like, uh he holds her up in the air and then the crowd oh, yeah, is like people are crying in, in the crowd come
0: on yeah i've seen that yeah
1: yeah, yeah. but like p- people were putting pictures of the crowd during that for otis and mandy oh that was so funny and then like tucker was tweeting and he was saying that they're gonna be called uh, the golden machinery now or yeah, golden machinery I saw his tweet, some new some different hey, maybe we get a women's feud, Mandy and Sonya. I mean, not
0: really want it. I just, especially after watching Total Divas and Sonya wanted there to be that, like, LGBTQ, I the letters, storyline with... <laughs> it's
1: LGBTQ. With Mandy. <laughs> I don't know what letters um, you said. But.
0: So, like, I think if they would have went that route, it would have, like, been better. It can still I mean, go I that route.
1: It can still go know, that like, route because we don't know why Sonya did it.
0: Yeah, but then like it's weird that Sonya like would hook her up with Is the villain. Well, not only that, and she would like hook her up with Dolph. If she was really in love with her, like why would she hook her up with somebody else?
1: Because maybe she thinks that Dolph is gonna fuck it up because he's an I don't, idiot and I don't know. somehow just... gets bags all these hot ass chicks backstage, which I don't understand. She's like the most fucking annoying person in the world.
0: Who? Oh Dolph Ziggler? Um yeah, I don't know. And then like we're in a pandemic. Why are you having these two people kiss?
1: Yo, cuz it's no, worth it's it. No it's not. It is worth no, it. It's not. My man Otis has been putting in work for years before it was even a thing, before he was even on NXT TV. My man was putting in work for years on his Instagram talking about my beautiful peach. He did it. He did it for all of us. I think that He's would a hero. like He's my creep hero. me
0: out a little bit. Unless, like, we were friends and he did it as, like, an inside joke thing. But, like, if...
1: He did it as an inside joke. And she said it... And the Corey Graves thing, well, she talked about it. And she said it was kind of creepy. She said it was kind of creepy, but it was really funny because she knew it was, like, lighthearted as a joke.
0: Yeah. Like, that would kind of creep me out a little bit if someone was, like, constantly doing that to me. And then I have to be in a storyline with them. And then, like, I don't know. Because then I would, like, inside, I would be, like, how much of it is real? You know? So... I don't know. Listen,
1: Mandy owns a mirror. She knows what people are looking at when they look it, at her. You know what I'm saying?
0: No, that doesn't. No, that's I'm a just typical saying, man I'm thing just to saying. say.
1: Otis, Otis is a Otis is a is a man's man. He eats ham. Okay. Eats meat. He works out. He's got a has gut.
0: Nothing to do with it.
1: Man's man. He's a man's man. She maybe she's looking at him the same way. Maybe she's like, oh my god, this guy is so hot. I'm so nervous. May I? You know, maybe he doesn't want to kiss me. You don't know.
0: I Just like keep your germs to yourself.
1: Yeah, but they shot this. This was clear. No,
0: two weeks ago, bro.
1: (laughs) No, they shot it over three weeks ago. But
0: this was going on because, you know, that's kind of the whole reason they don't have a crowd there. So like it's not like they shot it weeks ago before this was going on. Like this was happening in prime time.
1: I'm sure I'm sure Otis and Mandy got quarantined, got tested and Otis was a happy man.
0: And Still, keep your germs to yourself. Keep you know, your germs to yourself. You're
1: wearing a yellow like, sweater right now. Not really you have like yellow, yellow. You have yellow. Like you have yellow headphones on, which is close to gold, yellow. which these means are, your team, this Mandy. Is more
0: like a mustardy,
1: like. So that picture you sent me of Sonia, um, that like their posters mm-hmm. that they're selling. Um, I went on their website because I was like, I'm about to buy both of them. Fire! They're eight by tens. Yo, mad money for no reason. Are they, like, Fuck autographed? out of here. Thirty five dollars. Thirty-five dollars for an eight x ten autograph?
0: Don't people like pay That's more crazy. when they meet some? Well, because they're meeting them.
1: No, I the, their thing was when I met them, it was a hundred, and for an additional autograph, it was thirty bucks for both. You know what I mean? That's a lot. If it was like twenty bucks. Honestly, each, I don't think thirty-five might, is that much hurt. for
0: something from like for the WWE stars.
1: I'm just saying. And then they had the bigger one that's like a poster size. That one was 45. That one was understandable because a poster. But I ain't got wall space anyway. I still got to put up this evolution poster or plaque in the background. I will say this, though. If I do get a plaque from this mania, it will 100% be R- uh, Rhea and Charlotte. Because that match was That was a great match.
0: They both looked really good, too. Like their gear and everything. Oh,
1: so- oh Rhea came- coming out looking like Vegeta. Yeah. Super Saiyan outfit. Oh, so cool. I love, I love when the wrestlers are fans of Dragon Ball Z. It's great. It's great. Um, any final thoughts on WrestleMania? Um,
0: I just think it's great that WWE did something for us to distract us of what's going on. So I just commend them, all of the crew workers, um, everyone backstage, the announcers, um, all the wrestlers. So just appreciative of that. Even if it wasn't something that I was like, yeah, this is so exciting to watch. It was still, I appreciated it.
1: Yeah, it it was a moment where, and I think a lot of people have already forgotten it on social media, but it was definitely a moment where I think as fans of the company and the company themselves, like, it was a time for all of us to come together and kind of get through it together where, like, they know they're not giving us the best product and we know they're not giving us the best product, but, like, we're all kind of doing the best with what we have, right? You know, like for example, people are bitching and moaning about the talent that was on Monday Night Raw. When in reality, it's like, well, how much, how many talent live in Orlando that they can get to the performance center? Because remember, not everybody can fly to I don't know why people are judging it as places. like a
0: regular. Like they're doing what they can. Like just, just be yeah, like, just be happy that you're getting. We just got to ride it's this It's gonna wave. be different. It's gonna yeah. be a little weird, but they're trying their best. I mean, they've planned Mania way in advance and last minute they just had to like turn around redo so much of the show and they still put out a product two days worth so like if you're gonna complain yep. and still bitch about it just don't watch wrestling that's it just don't watch it
1: yeah be like mj and just don't <laughs> let your wdp network trials uh, i mean <laughs>
0: even even if i like like i'm gonna get rid of the network probably but I'm still not sitting there bitching and meaning like moaning about it and trashing it for like it not being the greatest. I don't give a shit about Nia Jax coming back, but whatever.
1: I do. I'm I don't hype care. as fuck. She can go back. but whatever. Team Nia, They're baby. still
0: doing something, and they're still trying. So that's what matters.
1: They're giving us new stuff every week. They're doing the best they can with the circumstances. I don't know what SmackDown's going to look like, I don't know what anything's going to look like going forward, but if you're listening to this episode on Wednesday when it drops, make sure you watch NXT tonight because we have the women's ladder match. We have Gargano versus Champa, so it's going to be a great be episode match, of NXT. I, done. I think Gargano's going up to the main what? roster. Personally, I think he's going up because Champa will never go no. up. Right? He, he said mean, it. If he ever goes up, he's I mean, at this point, so, I don't like, know how I,
0: much more Gargano could do in NXT. So, I think it makes. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think Gargano's going up. Down.
1: Maybe. Maybe yeah. he'll come out, right? Lose the match and go on SmackDown? Yeah, hope he I'm misses. all for it. But uh, we thank you guys for listening mm-hmm. to this episode. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, it's at who got next pod. Um, yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Um, if you want to follow MJ, it's MJ underscore Santi with Two four eyes. eyes. And, Is that a shot at me
0: because I wore um, my glasses?
1: No, but that's even funnier now. So, four eyes because she has four eyes. And the last thought, and I, w- I should have opened the show with this, but for all those who made it to the end, this is a little bonus. Um, A lot of people think that the Kevin Owens bump was the highlight of the weekend. But let me tell you something. The highlight of the weekend was Mustafa Ali posting that Boy Meets World picture with Vader in the ring on his Twitter, which made both of us especially one of us, me, extremely happy because I'm the biggest Boy Meets World fan. Daniel Fischl, well,
0: someone who claims they're the biggest. Daniel Fischl retweeted it and said that she would like to be let into the Funhouse. And then during her quarantine Instagram live game show that she plays, her husband was wearing a Firefly um, Funhouse t-shirt.
1: Her husband is one of the head creators of NWA. Okay.
0: We didn't ask that. I'm just explaining the wrestling relationship. I'm just saying. Relationship.
1: So- The wrestling world is big in their household. But thank you guys for listening. We will see you later. Bye. Alligators. Underpants.